Hi, and welcome to the New Agent Mindset, where we discuss the best strategies, tips, tools, and advice for new real estate agents just getting into the industry. Whether you are studying for your test and getting ready to get licensed, or whether you have been in the industry for a couple of months now, this is the podcast, YouTube channel, and website resource for you. In this episode, we are going to continue to talk about the mindset takeaways or lessons that we can get from the book by Og Mondino entitled The Greatest Salesman in the World. We've looked at a couple of lessons already. The first was about forming good habits. The second was about coming at people with love. The third was about persistence. The last last week's episode was about capitalizing on your unique personhood and personality. And this episode can be summed up by this quote by Og. I will live this day as if it is my last. So this is a big one. We are talking time management in one sense, but it's much bigger than that. This mindset attitude is also about control, namely understanding the difference between what you can control and what you cannot. Og's approach to this lesson is to ask the reader to live each day as if it were their last with urgency and appreciation, with hustle and drive. However, he starts the chapter by talking about two things that hijack and sabotage our ability to live as if it were our last day. This is a huge lesson and it will come up a lot throughout this podcast. The two saboteurs of today are yesterday and tomorrow. So if you think about this for a second, what does this mean? To phrase it differently, the two thieves of now are the past and the future. Now I stated earlier that this mindset lesson is about control. The only thing that you truly control is yourself. You do not control anybody else as much as you may try, and I hope you're not trying but you do not control anybody else. You don't control what other people do, what they think, what they say, what they mean, what they believe. You only control yourself and you only control yourself right now in this exact moment that's happening right now. You do not control yourself yesterday. What you did yesterday is done. It is out of your control, it's over. You do not control yourself tomorrow as much as you might like to think. You have no idea what's going to happen between right now and tomorrow. Uh, Something completely unknown to you may put you in a position where you think you're going to act one way tomorrow and you do not. So what happened yesterday or two weeks ago is done. It can never be changed. What happens tomorrow or two years from now is completely unknown and out of your control, assuming you don't have a time machine. Now, if you've been paying attention, you'll know that mindfulness, meditation, have been very popular topics in society as of late. And why do you think this is? Because we are all so stressed and anxious that depression has stolen and polluted the lives of so many. So, why is this? Why are we all so stressed? Why is our society essentially captive to anxiety and depression? Well, one of the underlying reasons of our mental unease is our failure to focus on what we can control 
versus what we can't. So test this theory out for yourself. Try to catch yourself thinking about something that happened in the past. For example, maybe yesterday you had a disagreement, an argument with your spouse, and today you find yourself replaying that dispute over and over and over in your head. Thinking about what you said and thinking about what they said and what you should have said instead, etc. This is a perfect example of failing to stay connected to today, to right now, to making the best use of your time and energy, to living this day as if it were your last with that hustle and that drive. Now, not only are you sacrificing precious controlled now time that you could be actually using to do the work of a real estate agent, but you are stressing yourself out you are creating and feeding your own mental anguish. Now, I don't mean to say that you shouldn't reflect on the past because reflection leads to insight, growth, and improvement. But reflection, which is serious thought or consideration of, is a different experience than dwelling on or obsessing about. The act of reflection is useful and necessary it involves a strategic dissection of a moment or experience that happened, followed by the extraction of what specifically can be learned from that experience. It is based on honesty, truth, common sense, insight, and unbiased examination. It is not emotional and influenced by personal pride or prejudice. To learn from the past is wise, to mentally live in the past is a waste of time. Now, the same kind of logic can also be applied to the future. None of us can know what will happen. We can formulate an opinion of what is likely to happen and it may or may not come to pass. And before we get too far into it, yes, you should think about the future in terms of setting goals for yourself and planning what you intend to do and be in the future, there's a lot to be said for visualizing your future life and self, for setting out a desired outcome or path for yourself and your business. What Og and I are talking about isn't that. It's the fear-based mental mindfuckery that your mind is so good about creating and then obsessing on. Let me give you an example have you ever psyched yourself out of something before you even began? Let's say that you've always wanted to learn how to dance or sing, play volleyball, swim, shoot a bow and arrow, whatever. You found a teacher or a group where you could accomplish this, and then you let your mind spin a fear-based story of what might happen if you go to this teacher or group. What if I'm no good at it? What if someone laughs at me? What if the teacher is a jerk? What if the group doesn't accept me? What if I shoot myself in the foot with an arrow, etc.? All of these what ifs are you dwelling on the future. This is not goal setting, planning, or visualizing. This is not only a complete waste of time that you could be actually doing something productive and useful with. It is downright harmful. Yes, harmful, detrimental not only to your mental well-being, but to your real estate business as well. What's actually much more likely to happen if you go to this teacher or group is that you'll have a good time doing something that you're obviously interested in, 
Beyond that, you just met at least one stranger who is now a contact who, down the road, could likely be a client or refer clients to you. This what-if scenario is so embedded in most people that you probably aren't even aware of it. This is one of the many reasons that mindfulness and meditation are so popular right now. So, I love this quote from the sci-fi book and movie Dune. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. Fear is generated in your mind. And while it served our developing, evolving ancestors well, think being chased by saber-toothed tigers or being on the lookout for a man-eating crocodiles, fear does not serve us well as new real estate agents. It keeps us from doing, from acting, from growing. It manifests itself in crazy future what-if stories. This is a huge, obstacle for all of us. It's a huge obstacle, so much so that I think it's fair to say that it's one of the main reasons that a lot of real estate agents fail. It's one of the main reasons why a lot of new real estate agents don't do some of the things that they need to do because they're afraid of starting, they're afraid of the what if, what if I call this person and they get angry at me and hang up, what if I go and knock on this person's door and they slam the door in my face, what if I ask this seller if I could list their property and they say no. And that's enough, quite honestly, to keep a lot of people from ever acting. If that's you, you have a problem because you are not going to hear no enough to get to yes. This is, I, I say this all the time, this is a long game. You may, need, you may need to hear 50 no's before you get one yes. And if you can't take the first step to getting to hearing or putting yourself in a position where you, where you may hear that first no, you might as well quit now. I'm afraid that you have wasted your money taking all of those classes, doing the test, getting licensed. You, it's not gonna happen for you. If fear is such a big factor in your life that you can't put yourself out there in front of the public, in front of potential clients, whom, whose business you need, you, like I said, it's, it's over for you. Now, I know that sounds harsh, and I suspect that most of you who are in this business already know this, and you knew this coming in. You knew that this wasn't going to be easy. You knew that you were gonna to have to put yourself out there, and you probably knew that you were going to hear no often. This is a huge lesson. The best way to help you confront this fear is to eliminate a lot of time thinking about the past and thinking about the future. Because in those moments where you are essentially wasting your time thinking about what happened or wasting your time coming up with crazy stories about what might happen, you're wasting time and you're letting fear get its grips into you. Focus on now, do the work. Like Ryan Serhant says, take care of the work, 
and the work will take care of you. The problem is that some new agents don't take care of the work because they spend majority of their time lost in this uncontrollable space of just thinking about what happened or what might happen. Don't spin your wheels here. Don't go here. Be smart. Believe me when I say the only thing that you control is yourself and what you're doing right now. So make the best use of now when you are awake and functioning in the capacity of a real estate agent. Back to Og's quote, I will live this day as if it were my last. If this were truly your last day on earth, hopefully you wouldn't sit on the couch all day thinking about the past. Now, of course, sure, you might reminisce about your life, some of the things you're gonna miss, and that's, you know, what, rightfully so. But neither, hopefully, would you sit on that same couch thinking about all the stuff you wanted to do or all the things in the future that you won't be able to do. Again, sure, you're probably gonna have, you know, you're probably gonna feel an element of sadness and be like, oh, I never got to do this, I never did this. Understandable, fine. But if you do either of these two things, the minutes, the seconds of that last day are just gonna count off and before you know it, poof, you're gone. Instead, there's another way that you could spend that last day in a truly meaningful way. Maybe you would try to reach out to those that you love. Maybe you would do that crazy thing that you've always wanted to do but been afraid to do. Or at the very least, maybe you would just try to be present, take it all in, and sort of bask in you know, these last moments of, of your life. Now, obviously, this is a pretty dark example, but you get the idea. We choose how we get to spend our time. The point of this lesson is, if you choose to spend your time thinking about the past, thinking about the things that didn't go well, thinking about how this person or that person wronged you, thinking about how if this just would have happened, your life would have been different, that's, that's a waste of time. If you think about um, all of those things, material possessions that you can't wait to have, uh, the big house, the fancy cars, if you think about how popular you're going to be after you become this big successful real estate agent, again, all of that time, you're just wasting time. Why not actually do something productive that actually gets you some clients, that actually gets you some business? The thieves of today are yesterday and tomorrow. Here's another quote I love. Tomorrow is buried with yesterday. So try to catch yourself. This is, we, this is one of the uh, lessons that we did when we were talking about forming good habits. Try to catch yourself, be mindful. Catch yourself dwelling on something from the past. Catch yourself obsessing over what might happen in some future moment to come. Just try to be mindful of this. See if you can start to identify how much of your time, because we all do it, including me, but try to identify how much of your time you're actually spending thinking about the past or thinking about the future. All right, don't judge yourself, don't punish yourself, it's not about that. Just become aware, mindful, because this will become the tool that you can help get yourself to a better mindset. Meditation is a tool that helps you get to a more functioning state in life. 
It shouldn't shock you that the top performers in the world uh, typically have some kind of meditation practice. Okay, this isn't just a coincidence. Meditation puts you into a space where you work on your mindfulness, where you're present. And the consequence of being present more often is that typically you are less anxious and stressed and you're more productive. You get more done. You have more time on task because you're using your now to the best uh, of, your, of your ability. Not a very specific real estate -y type of lesson here. This is definitely more of a big lesson about best practices for your life. But remember, mindset is the established set of attitudes that you have. This can go a long ways and you may, you may be surprised if you really actually take this to heart and you actually really try to spend some time thinking about and catching yourself in those moments that you spend thinking about the past or thinking about the future, you may be surprised how much time you're actually wasting with all of that mental time and energy. So I do hope that you find this lesson valuable. This is one of those kind of big overarching lessons that has a, a pretty big impact on your entire life, not just your real estate business, but this would have you know, implications for your personal life, uh, your relationships with those people that you love. So I think it's a valuable lesson. It's something that we all need to hear on a regular basis. And like I said, it will come up often. And if you listen to other podcasts or uh, follow other kind of YouTube channels or do anything in the kind of self-betterment world, you most likely have heard this. So I know that I am not um, the first one, hopefully, to, to bring this to your attention. But it is part of the book, even back in 1968, Og Mandina was talking about it. People have been talking about it for hundreds of years, and it's probably more relevant now than ever before. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel, check out the website, newagentmindset.com. I'm continually trying to add new content there for new real estate agents, specifically um, buyers scripts, videos that you ought to think about making if you're gonna go in a social media route, all of that. And I would love for you to uh, leave some ideas about what resources you need and I will get those for you. Thank you so much, we'll see you next time.